Hello, this is your daily dose of news from On Manorama. I am your host Vishnu and these are the major news stories of the day. KV Thomas to face disciplinary action may lose official posts. Covaxin cleared for 6 to 12 age group, Corbivax for those aged between 5 and 12. Prashant Kishore turns down Sonia Gandhi's offer to join Congress. Power tariff hike, KCB to take a decision in June. Supreme Court orders gratuity for lakhs of hapless anganwadi workers. Let's get into the details. The All India Congress Committee on Tuesday decided to take disciplinary action against senior leader KV Thomas for attending the CPM's national conclave in Kannur earlier this month ignoring party diktat. It is likely that he will be removed from all official positions held in the party, Manorama News TV reported. The disciplinary committee of the party headed by veteran leader AK Anthony has submitted the recommendations of the panel to party president Sonia Gandhi. Disciplinary committee secretary Tariq Anwar said Sonia Gandhi will take the final call on the action to be taken against Thomas. Currently, Thomas is a member of the AICC and the political affairs committee of the party in Kerala. The disciplinary panel chaired by Anthony took up the matter after Kerala Pradesh Congress Committee President K Sudhagaran requested the AICC to initiate disciplinary action against Thomas. Sudhagaran termed Thomas a traitor for attending the CPM seminar. Both the state leadership and the party high command had forbidden him from attending. The KPCC had barred him from attending the seminar citing the ongoing protest against the CPM government's aggressive push for Silver Line. which is an ambitious semi-high speed rail project that will connect Thiruvananthapuram to Kasaragod in under 4 hours. The AICC too had asked him to abide by the state leadership's decision. However, Thomas slammed the leadership for barring him. He contested that the matter of center state relations, which was the topic of the seminar he attended, was a national issue. He also argued that in the past, Congress leaders including Anthony have praised rival CPM leaders and even attended its functions. The Drugs Control General of India has granted emergency use authorization for biological ease COVID-19 vaccine Corbivax for those aged between 5 and 12 years and Bharat Biotech's Covaxin for children in the age group of 6 to 12 years, Union Health Minister Mansukh Mandviya informed on Tuesday. The drugs regulator has also granted emergency use authorization to Cadilla for its Zycov D for an additional dose of 3 mg with a two jab inoculation schedule. 28 days apart for those aged about 12 years. Zycov D is currently approved for a 2 mg 3 dose vaccination schedule. The approval by DCGI comes following recommendations by the Subject Expert Committee on COVID-19 of the Central Drug Standard Control Organization. The expert committee had last week reviewed the application of Biological E and Bharat Biotech seeking emergency use authorization for Corbivax and Covaxin for use in children aged between 5 and 12 and 6 to 12 years respectively. India began administering precaution vaccine doses to healthcare and frontline workers and those aged 60 and above with comorbidities since January 10th. Precaution doses for all aged above 18 years are available at private vaccination centers since April 10th. The Congress on Tuesday officially announced that election strategist Prashant Kishore will not be working for the party as he declined to be part of the Empowered Action Group for the 2024 Lok Sabha elections. The declaration came a day after Sonia Gandhi had announced the constitution of the group. Congress General Secretary Randeep Surjewala announced the decision through a tweet. 
Following a presentation and discussion with Prashant Kishore, the Congress President has constituted an Empowered Action Group 2024 and invited him to join the party as part of the group with defined responsibility. However, he has declined. We appreciate his efforts and suggestions given to the party, read the tweet. The group was formed after a report was submitted by an eight-member committee on April 21st. The party, which is in dire straits owing to the massive electoral losses in recent times, has constituted the eight-member Empowered Action Group to address the political challenges and prepare better for the 2024 general elections. Surjewala, however, did not disclose details regarding the members of the group. Kerala Electricity Regulatory Commission Chairman Premin Dinaraj has stated that a decision on a power tariff hike would be taken by the end of June. The Commission Chairman was speaking after attending a hearing on the KACB proposal for a power tariff hike. The hearing was held in connection with the scrutiny of the audited accounts of the KACB for the years 2019-2020 and 2020-2021. According to the Chairman, a decision on power tariff hike will be made based on the audit reports. He also ensured that the interests of the public will be factored in before making a call, saying the entire expenditure of the KCB will not be imposed on the people. KCB is demanding a hike of 95 paise per unit for 2022-2023. The board claims to have made a loss of Rs 741 crore. Meanwhile, the Kerala High Tension and Extra High Tension Industrial Electricity Consumers Association has demanded a reduction in tariff, citing that the KSCB has actually made a profit of Rs 550 crore. There was also criticism regarding the demand of KSCB for Rs 300 crore for disbursement of salaries. In a landmark judgment that would give assistance to lakhs of hapless Anganwadi employees in the country, the Supreme Court of India ruled that the workers and helpers of Anganwadis are eligible for gratuity benefits. The court also ordered that gratuity benefits should be disbursed to all eligible employees within three months with 10% simple interest. While interpreting the relevant clauses of the Payment of Gratuity Act 1972, the bench, comprising Judges Ajay Kumar Rastogi and Abhay S. Oka, said that the gratuity law was applicable to Anganwadis. Justice Abhay, in his judgment, said the preschooling of children under the age of 3 to 6 was taken care of by Anganwadis, which would fall under academic and curriculum work. And as per Section 11 of the Right to Education Act, the state government is running preschool in Anganwadis, making the Payment of Gratuity Act applicable to Anganwadis. The judgment also stated that Anganwadis are an arm of the government and that Anganwadi workers also shoulder the responsibilities for the proper implementation of the provisions of the RTE Act and the Food Securities Act. The court pointed out that the government should view the concerns of Anganwadi workers seriously as they are getting a paltry sum which is not commensurating with the volume of work they do. The Supreme Court's terms of reference included whether Anganwadis, which come under the central government-sponsored Integrated Child Development Scheme, are liable to pay gratuity to its employees. That brings us to the end of this episode. Be sure to come back tomorrow. As always, thanks for listening to Daily News Dose.